Thank you, Brendan Scooter. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. I really do appreciate it. Uh, friendship no games at all, yeah. Yeah, friendship games are a ton of fun. Um, it well, fun is a weird term to use. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in this case. Um, yeah. But uh, I mean, Scooter, starting with you, what was it that made you want to tell this story? Yeah, I mean, I was I was actually just looking for uh, a weird project is really what it was. Um, Dan Beckerman, our producer, I reached out to him. He's been a friend for a long time, and um, I'd done it, Small Town Noir or Murder Mystery as my first feature and was just looking for something a little more in the genre weirdness. And he was like, boy, do I have something for you. So he sent over Friendship Game, which is uh, written by Damien Ober, um, and I pitched myself on it, and... Yeah, they liked kind of where I was coming from and what the vision was. Um, but yeah, I instantly felt specifically for the ending because uh, I just didn't know what to expect. I was genuinely confused by the whole thing and I loved that feeling. Well, I, you know, I love that you said that because I would love to hear your influences on on this particular one because this this movie, and I say this meaning it in the best of ways, but it's all over the place. And, mm -hmm. and that's that's good for this style of film. It sounds like it isn't, but it absolutely is. So what, what was it that sort of drove your vision for, for Friendship Game? Yeah, I think um, it, it is a cosmic horror movie. It, it is adding to that pantheon. Um, so I think what really sort of attracted me to that idea was like a movie like Coherence. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, I've brought that up on a lot of these calls, um, which is, you know, a, a group of friends getting together and a, a sort of multiverse event happens and then you're just thrust into it. Um, and and the, the beautiful thing about that movie and a few other movies that have influenced it is that they start with character mm. and everything goes from there. So the story is built based off, based off of character and based off of character reactions. Um, so that's, I think, that was sort of my initial pitch, I would probably say. Um, I'm a character guy, I've always been a character guy. So I think that's the, the approach needed to start from that heart. And then the craziness can happen on top of that, which it will. <laughs> See, I, I think that's what I liked about the film is that this this is not a movie about a game. Uh, it's a movie about, you know, four or well five uh, young people who are caught up. 4.5? 4.5. Now caught up in something bigger, you know. It's not Jumanji uh, yeah. in, that, yeah. in that way. Yeah, it really is. At its heart, it's about friends leaving high school. And sort of the the pressure that comes with that you know your kids your your friends are your lifeline your parents don't understand you um the school never did either and when you split up after high school it's you know it feels life and death even though it isn't so you know what if it was in a and film I, I will say i had coherence is great and i had seen some interview you did scooter and i it got it back on my radar and i watched it two days ago it's great did you really yeah I meant oh, to mention that. Really yeah. <laughs> yeah coherence is really That's good so good yeah, also, thank you for watching my interview. That's great. Yeah, yeah. It was really <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, Brendan, your Rob is such an interesting guy. Uh, character, he's such an interesting character, or Robbie, depending on you know. Oh yeah, he, I don't know. I don't know. When he lets you, uh, when he lets you call him. <laughs> I, I was just wondering, for you, how do you connect with the character? What what drives him, and what do you think about him? Yeah, I mean, well, what connected me to to the character of Rob and also, I guess, the whole the whole project was kind of what Scooter was saying, which is that, you know, the 
the sort of horror element of it is this cosmic thing, this game, this kind of unknowable thing, messing, you know, uh, with the friends and testing their friendship. But I think what's great is that the the entry point of the movie, both as an audience, but then as an actor who's going to play one of the four roles, is that the friendship is being tested by kind of relatable real life circumstances. You know, it's the summer between high school and between a college and just life stuff that we all go through or most of us go through and can go through really at any stage of our life in different forms. Um, they're really close friends and it's just not going to be the same thing pretty soon. And that to me was really, really interesting to kind of dig into. And I related to it in that way, especially just like being someone who's moved around a lot for acting and lived in Canada and lived in the States. And, you know, you, you, you make these really great core relationships with people who I, and I still have friends in every city and kind of friends from different stages of my life, but yeah, your circumstances change, you know, things change and friendships may not weaken in terms of how bonded you are to them, but the actual circumstances of how much time you spend with them, the types of things that you're able to be involved with together uh, just change. And so that was really that, that in the big picture way really drew me in. And then, yeah, it was interesting, you know, just kind of the way Rob navigates uh, with the friends and, and sort of the, the idea of their, their kind of, they're, they're kind of like weirdos and fun, you know, uh, uh, just a fun little group and they kind of have their own language with one another. And they're, and, and I just, I know I have friends like that where you're just sort of, you have that kind of shared experience. So, so I related to that and, you know, it, it was just the, there was a lot of kind of fun ways into the character and, and, you know, being the only guy in a group of girls was five, I've had a lot of female friends over the years. And so I then now have a whole group of new female friends with literally the actresses from the friendship game. We all hang out <laughs> the four of us and it's a very similar dynamic. So, so that was kind of fun. And then I guess Rob being the only, the only guy in the friend group, uh, you know, is also something, um, uh, that kind of is sort of uh, that's not um, insignificant to how the the plot goes, but I won't say more than that, I guess, if people haven't seen. Well, you know, uh, first of all, if you're all getting together, hanging out, I hope it doesn't turn out like this. No, it's been uh, so far. <laughs> so far, it's been great. So far, it's been great. No, it 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 really has been fun. Um, whenever the four of us have been back in Vancouver, because we we aren't all in Vancouver all the time, but whenever the four of us are all in Vancouver, uh, we've, we've made an effort to get together and hang out. So we've done that a couple of times, a couple of times this year, like at least three times this year, which is which has been really fun. And yeah, it always it always goes well. It's always fun. As I say, I always say we won the game. The four of us, <laughs> our friendship, you know, is, has survived. You guys say it, survived it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, I just <laughs> imagine how awkward. The shoot was great, though. I'm not oh, trying good. to say that the shoot needed to be survived. It was a wonderful experience. <laughs> but I don't want my words to be misconstrued. <laughs> I just imagine the awkwardness of you sitting down and saying, so guys, what do you want to do? And, uh, you know, anyway, uh, <laughs> you want to play a game? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I found something at a yard sale. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, well, and, and you know what I love about these characters, too, is that they, they, they feel very normal. Like, they feel like very real characters in, in an unreal circumstance. You know, like, this is one of the things, like, you talking about all four of them here, they just seem like normal youth who are preparing for that next stage of life. Um, and and I, I think that that really, that really works. I like that you tied into the fact that, uh, you know, they're hitting that, that time of change. They're hitting that, they're hitting that space where their relationships are beginning to change. So I guess what, one of the things I'm wondering is, do you think that, I mean that's that's a challenging time of life for every generation. You know, I'm 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 in my 40s now. I'm an old man. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm just wondering, like, do you think that things have changed for for your generation about those fears about moving forward, or and and how to maintain those connections? Yeah, I mean, it is different. I mean, I imagine it's different. I mean, I know that you know technology has sort of become so all this social media and stuff has sort of I, it wasn't quite that way when i was really young so i sort yeah. of can rem, i can remember that but then now i've sort of been through the whole kind of explosion of it and i think that it is challenging the one thing that i think is challenge it can be a good thing right sometimes it can be easier to connect with people now we have facetime i have a buddy who you know is off shooting and he's in australia and i can actually physically see his face and talk to him if i want to you know like that is amazing but I think the other thing that's tough is that is that we are also so connected mm. in a way that that can also I mean this sounds cliche to say but can distance us from people right because we are now hyper aware of the things we're missing out on we're hyper aware of oh my god my friends over here they're doing this cool thing or oh those are the people that I used to hang out with and now I live here and now I'm not not at that you know hangout or I'm not at, mm. out at the bar or at the beach or whatever it is you know uh so I actually think that can actually be really trying on on people of my generation and that's not necessarily just something that young people or teens deal with everyone deals with it but i think teens you know as a young person you're more fragile right you're more sort of mm -hmm. susceptible to that stuff and so that's why i think that's been the biggest challenge right is there's just you're so connected to all of your friends and social media is weird you know there's times where i'll i'll think to myself oh i, I need to send that person a note maybe we could get coffee this weekend and i open up social media and i see their traveling you know and then i just think oh okay whatever and then, but then i don't text them right you know and it's that weird thing where you're like you know it's like so bizarre then and then i don't text them till later because i know they're not free for coffee on saturday because i see them post a picture of you know the empire state building or something i don't know <laughs> you know it's it's just weird the way social media connects us to our friends but then can sometimes sort of repel us from them as well in ways that are kind of un you don't think about that all the time uh, absolutely there is probably something to be said too about any generation is that, you know, in, in your teenage years too, you're, you're really kind of learning yourself mm -hmm. um, and you're finding your, you know, peer group or your friends, your tribe to actually hang out with um, and discover yourselves together, which is sort of what these kids are doing. Mm -hmm. And then once you get into your twenties and once you're into um, uh, going off into college, you're more learning about the world. Mm -hmm. So I think in, in a general sense, and I'm hoping this is the case is that, you know, as teenagers and, and sort of our audience as well, which uh, will be a lot of teenagers, I'm sure, um, all kind of resonate with that because it is a sort of universal thing, I think, per generation, um, just because you are learning yourself during that time. Uh, the time of change, you know, and not always do you want to change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. It's change, but it's, you, you don't always have that choice. Uh, uh... Yeah, exactly. Well, for you, for you both with that in mind, uh, I mean, we're talking about the friendship game. I'm just wondering, from your perspective, what does true friendship really require? Because there's a really interesting tension going on with this group of friends. Um, you know, tell me your hopes and dreams. And the question is, be honest, but they're not really that honest. And, you know, as we find out later on in the film, when they when they initially start to play. So what does it mean to be a true friend? Uh, I'll, I'll jump in first. I think yeah. what, what the game does in a general sense is it asks everybody to, to tell each other their deepest desire. Mm. Um, and their deepest desire across the board 
um, except for cotton kind of is a very selfish desire and it's about themselves. And I think in order to sort of sustain a friendship, you need to be able to look at somebody else before yourself. Um, and you would want to do more for that person than you would want to do for yourself. And I think that's sort of, to me, what real friendship is. And that's sort of what the game itself tests at its very base level is, you know, Zuza's quite selfish the whole way through until she kind of realizes her errors. And then, you know, that's when, anyways, I don't want, I want to jump into spoiler territory here, but I think it's an <laughs> yeah, important yeah. piece of it, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I think that's right. I think it's it's interesting because it's both things. It's sort of a lot of times you become friends with someone initially because of all, all the like because it, it's it can be easy. Oh, we have the same interests. We have the same sense of humor. We like the same things. We're on the same level. You know, they make me feel more like myself, all this different stuff. So sometimes, it, you know, the way that a friendship starts can have that sort of self, selfish, not in a bad way, but selfish sort of thing. Um but then true friendship is when you start to give a little bit as well. You start to go, okay, I'm friends with this person, so I'm going to hang out with them with something they like to do. Or I'm going to stay on the phone with them for an hour to hear them talk about something that's really either exciting them or or is, you know, really bothering them or be, like, supportive to them in ways that are not just sort of easy. You know, I think you see that mm -hmm. a lot in, in the early parts of friendships. That's how most people become friends with someone, you know, through that those kind of more superficial things and that I think true friendship is is when you start making space for them in your life you know uh by by giving something up um not necessarily in a negative way and and that's often good because then sometimes then it will hope hope then in a good friendship they will be there for you and then when you mm -hmm. need a little extra space in your life you need someone to kind of carry the load a little bit they'll be there you know I I love what you're both talking about there because I think that's so true for the, for this film too, with these characters, without giving anything away, um, the relationships have to evolve in order to survive. And I think it sounds very simple when they start to play. Oh, if our friendships survive, it's it, it almost in a completely different way. But it almost sounds like you're gonna take take a you know a test online or something. Oh, see, we're <laughs> friends. We we passed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're yeah. friends. Game friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's funny. There is, yeah, there is like an influence of the object that is sort of pushing them to to realize their most selfish desire. Mm. Um, and that's really what kind of pushes them apart. Um, and then sort of in, in the nature of surviving their friendship, they have to be able to kind of look to the other person and give to the other person and, you know, not necessarily be completely selfish or at least accept people for who they are when they are being selfish. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about being real. Um, mm -hmm. in this, in this movie of hyper reality, <laughs> there's it, it. And I think that that's, that's hard in any relationship. That's hard in any friendship is to, to be real. Um, and that's, I, so, I mean, here they're talking about scared of change. Um, here's a question for you both is why are we so, if they're, if we really trust our friends, why are we so scared to be real? Why do you think, or these characters, maybe, maybe that's easier to answer. Uh, I think it's true of, of these these characters, but I, I think I would say, because even as you, we were talking earlier, I was thinking, I mean, I think what happens as you become deeper and deeper friends sometimes is you show more and more shades of yourself, more and more sides of your personality. Um, 
you know, you, you, you wind up also, if you're friends, you might wind up in different types of situations. You, the two of you together hang out with somebody different or get in a different situation. And all of a sudden your friend might not react the way that you imagine that they would, right? You might think, well, no, no, we're all, we're, we're on the same page about this. Like what, what happened? And, and, you know, the true friendship is moving through that. But I think sometimes um, especially if, if you're an insecure insecure person or you're insecure about an element or not, or maybe not even like something like that, it, you know, you, you sometimes we can be afraid to show new sides of ourselves. You know, we can be unsure, something, the unknown, right? Because, um, and again, most people don't have a dark side, right? Most people, you're not going to like realize your friend's a murderer or right. something crazy. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? To be like, fair, yeah. <laughs> like, usually the, 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 these sides will be just complex and okay. But but I think that might be where the change in friendship can come. It's, it's this constant sort of human fear of the unknown of if I get closer to this person, will I then see stuff I don't like? And well, then I, you know, that's that can be scary. I yeah. Doesn't mean we should run away from it. Doesn't mean that it should be something we don't embrace. But I can see why that can be scary for some people and for these mm -hmm. characters in some circumstances. And even that reality of like, how will that person, will that person judge me now? Yeah. You know. And once you can kind of get past that, and the more layers you break down, and the more you show somebody, the less you feel that, or you start to feel that. So you can be more real, and you can you can say things you would never say to anybody else, or you can yeah. do things that you would never do with anybody else um yeah that's an interesting question but yeah yeah insecurity i would say <laughs> yeah it's, well, that's it's kind like of it's human it, right it's, like it's so human to, to feel that yeah <laughs> yeah if they know more about me they won't like me as much if i know more about them will i you know will something yeah, exactly. happen that freaks me out yeah yeah uh, absolutely well i appreciate that uh guys i mean we're running out of time and i appreciate the chance to chat with you so much just one last question for you both mm. knowing what you do about the game would you play <laughs> you almost have to select people to play with yeah that's <laughs> what i that was that's more what i was thinking about yes, like who would i wind up playing yeah. the game with i mean yeah it's it's interesting it's it's uh Man, I don't know. I mean, no, no one, I don't know, man. I've been know. through the game. It didn't go amazing. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go so really I don't great wanna, for you. You know, there's a lot of crazy. I don't, I don't know if I'd willingly sign up. <laughs> it's interesting as a thought experiment to imagine if I was forced to go through that with some of my friends. Not so sure I'm like, you know what would be great? You know what I mean? I need to take another spin at that friendship game. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I mean, there's there's the caveat of knowing what we know now. So, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Probably. I mean, I I could play the game now. Yeah. I feel like I already know its little like kinks and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't say no to a sequel to the film, The Friendship Game. So I guess. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Is that really the deeper question? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Well, then here's a real question: yeah. is like, why would Rob play again? Like, why would he... <laughs> hey, well, no, I don't know. Hey, don't try to get me written out of the sequel. <laughs> You're right. My, my mistake. <laughs> Rob's the one that has it. Actually, he's like, guys, you got to try this. He has to Seriously. play again. He has to have play it here. Again. It's very important. It's very important. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. I appreciate that, guys. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, hopefully, we can play again. 
Um, yes. <laughs> the return of the friendship game. But honestly, thank you so much for your time, and uh, I appreciate it. I wish you the best, and and with the film. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we appreciate you uh, taking the time to chat with us too. Thank you. Absolutely, anytime. Thanks so much. Have a great day. You too. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye Laura. Hi, Steve. Thanks. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> thank you. Thank <laughs> you.